Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell here on this Monday, 14th of June, 2021. Queen's birthday weekend, big weekend in Victoria. Uh, big weekend for two reasons. One, it's the uh, obviously the Queen's birthday weekend, which is a huge, huge carnival of football across the weekend, but it's also the opening of the snow season here in Victoria, albeit only the regional Victorians are allowed to go to the snow because everybody in metropolitan Melbourne is still locked down and cannot go anywhere, uh, well, within 25, beyond 25 kilometres. So poor old regional Victoria cannot take advantage of what for many businesses is the most important and the biggest business weekend of the year, Queen's birthday weekend. But um, hopefully things will uh, things will ease over the next week and uh, people who like going to the snow can go to the snow. So this weekend being a very very special weekend I wanted to reflect on uh, I wanted to reflect on a couple of things and specifically around a guy called Neil Danaher. Now, I'm a massive fan. If you've been listening to the podcast, you know that I'm a, I'm a mad Melbourne supporter, a long-suffering Melbourne supporter, a long-suffering Melbourne member. But a uh, massive massive fan of Neil Danaher. Now, if you don't know who Neil is, he is uh, an amazing man. He was the coach of the Melbourne Footy Club for a number of years, known as the Reverend, based his unbelievable manner in which he could uh, he could prophesize, he could preach, he could get people up, he could maximize the potential out of his players, and that's the thing that we loved about him at the Melbourne Footy Club. He had a an eclectic mix of players and somehow managed to get them all together, playing in the same in the same way, and got really really close to delivering the ultimate success for the Melbourne Footy Club. And if you talk to any of the players who played for Neil back when he was coaching at the Melbourne Football Club, all of them are consistent with their approach to him. The fact that he was there for his team, he was always looking at what he could do for his team, uh, for them as individuals, but also collectively. But he also set really really high standards. Uh, but you know what? The admiration for him has only grown over the last seven years because he's a person who has had a very very public fight against the debilitating and incurable motor neuron disease. Now, for the last seven years, or well, now approaching his eighth year, he has been fighting this on the public stage, and his approach has been nothing short of inspirational. Now, I was reading yesterday that it's estimated that as of today, today being fourteenth of June, twenty twenty one, with all the fundraising. For the fight MND cause, the organization is going to be tipping over $50 million in terms of funds raised that goes directly into research to finding hopefully a cure, but certainly a treatment for MND. Now, remember back when he was first diagnosed in late 2013, he had a choice to make, and he reflects on this often, whether you've read his book or you've listened to him speak. He had a choice that he could either um, tick off his bucket list because the average person from the time of diagnosis with MND or motor neurone disease, the average life expectancy is around 27 months. And that's that's the average. So it's a very, very debilitating and in some cases a very fast-moving uh, condition. Neil is now in his eighth year. So he, he decided that he was going to uh, do one of two things. He could either give up and look to enjoy the rest of what he's, what he's got left of his life tick off a few things of his bucket list and uh, just make the most of what time he's got left or he could stand up and start fighting because he said, you know what, this this thing has been around for generations. There's no cure, there's no treatment, there's not enough research. So he said, bugger this, I'll, um, I'll, start, I'll, start, I'll start an organization to start fighting what he calls the beast. 
And so for the last seven years in a row, he's led a letter campaign to raise money to go into the research to fight MND. And one of the key things, and this is why this weekend is such an important weekend, the fight MND, or the big freeze as it's now known, is into its seventh year. And this is where at the MCG, typically where the game is played between Melbourne and Collingwood every uh, Queen's Birthday Monday, there's uh, at the MCG there's normally a massive slide where celebrities, sports people, politicians and people who are asked by Neil to slide down on a slide, they go into a ice cold pool of water. And this is known as the Big Freeze, all geared around raising awareness, but also raising funds for M&D research. Now, unfortunately, because of the COVID restrictions, the MCG is going to be empty, but the slides are still going to happen, and the actual game between Melbourne and Collingwood is happening at the SCG in Sydney, which is a little unfortunate given the MCG typically attracts between 65 and 70,000 people to that particular game, and it's just a wonderful, wonderful occasion, irrespective of which teams wins. Hopefully, Melbourne wins. But no crowds allowed at the MCG today, unfortunately, but the uh, but the slide's still happening. So it's going to be a wonderful occasion. It'll be live on TV, I think, from 2 p.m., Eastern time, and uh, it's wonderful that the number of people that get uh, get asked to go down the slide, not a single person has said no to Neon, such as the, I guess, the pull and the influence that he has on uh, all facets of life, whether it be sport, politics, business, uh, people are just more than willing to jump in and help raise money and raise awareness for the cause, and it's all testament to the type of man that Neil Danaher is. So on this particular occasion, given that the annual MND Big Freeze game is on today, Melbourne versus Collingwood in Sydney, I thought, what a perfect time to reflect on some of Neil's key leadership philosophies and life philosophies, by the way. And if you haven't read his book, uh, I highly suggest, if you certainly if you're a sales leader, uh, you could do a lot worse than reading Neil's book, uh, which is called When All Is Said and Done. And it's a fantastic book, not only on his life, uh, because one of the things about Neil is he was a phenomenal footballer for the Essendon Football Club and was, I think, captain of the footy club when he was 21 years old, but unfortunately had a number of knee injuries knee reconstructions, which cut his uh, career really, really short, uh, but he was considered to be probably of, of the four Danaher brothers, probably the, the most talented and the most likely to have a long career, but unfortunately injury crueled that. So it's a book about his, his football journey. It's also a book about his, uh, his family life, uh, living in, um, being brought up in a, in a country, little country property, and also his, his journey into coaching, but also the philosophy that he's developed over the fight around MND the last last seven or so years. So it's a phenomenal book and a lot of life lessons in there, a lot of leadership philosophy lessons in there as well for all of us to take uh, to take heed from. And so today is a perfect day to reflect on some of Neil's key leadership philosophies and life philosophies, which, um, which uh, there's a stack of them, but I've picked out four that really resonate with me and hopefully these will resonate with you and add value to you and also to your team. Now, these are in no particular order, but uh, equally important as each other. Now, the first one is that leadership is not about you. Never has been and never will be. It's all about others, and it's all about the contributions that you can make. Now, what I really love about uh, about this time of year is that every... Or, and Neil is having more and more difficulty being able to speak. Uh, so for the last uh, few years, he's been spending time with both the Melbourne and the Collingwood Football Clubs talking to the team about... Leadership philosophy and also uh, some of the challenges he's been having, which is relevant for them because at any at any point in time, a sporting club is going through its own challenges. And one of the key themes he's always talking about is this uh, this point about leadership being not about you. It's all about the contribution that you can make to others. And he's at pains to say that even with M&D, even if, if it's fight, he's fighting a very public fight with M&D, 
he still says it's not about him. It's about the awareness he can raise. It's about others. What he says and his philosophy, and this is what makes it such a um, such a really, really powerful message, is what he's doing now is he's fighting for the people who in the future are going to be struck down with this insidious condition. And he's hoping that the word that he's getting out and the funds that he's raising that goes into research will actually mean that the people who get diagnosed with this condition in the future will have more of an opportunity of treatment, but hopefully a cure compared to what he will. Because he's, he's adamant. He knows that this thing will kill him, right? And he knows that. But still, he says it's not about him. It's about how he can help other people. And that's why he keeps uh, he keeps spreading the message for as long as he possibly can. Uh, and obviously, he's got a lot of people around him now, but it's... It's not about it's not about you. Leadership is not about you. It's all about what you can do for others. So as a sales leader right now, what are you doing for your team? What are you doing to look for opportunities to serve your team? Or are you there trying to get your team to do things that you tell them to do because you want to have a command and control type of approach? That is not the way that leadership works, and it's certainly not the way to extract the maximum potential out of your team. So understand this. It's about the contribution you can make. So look for opportunities where you can make a contribution to your team and to lift others up. Second one is, when it's all said and done, there is more said than done. Now, I love this. This is phenomenal because it it focuses on the fact that there are a lot of people out there that love to do a lot of talking. Now, there's one thing to talk to talk, another thing entirely to walk the walk. And I know I've worked with a lot of sales leaders and a lot of executives over the years where they do a lot of talking. But when it comes to the rubber hitting the road, when it comes to them setting the example, when it comes to them doing what needs to be done, particularly if they don't feel like doing it, that is when they take a step back and let others fill the void. Now, that is, this is not what we're talking about in terms of great leadership. We need to focus on definitive action and focusing on leading by example. We know our team are watching our every move, and we know that we need to set the example. So if we're not prepared to do something, then how we expect our team to do it if we're not prepared to do it and show by example. So um, one of the key things here is don't be all talk and no action. Make sure that when all is said and done, there is actually more done than said. That's that's the way we want to do it. So focus on definitive action and focus on leading by example and setting the example based on excellence. The third one that Neil talks about is that success cannot be achieved alone. And this is why he spent a lot of time in his career around teams, around building great teams, building cohesive teams, building exceptionally performing teams. It takes teamwork and it takes selflessness. Now, I remember a speech he did, I think going back about four years ago to the Melbourne Footy Club, and it was on video, and I I refer to this a lot when working with teams and also working with sales leaders, and that is he talks about a spectrum of selfishness and selflessness. And he said, if you look at teams that are successful over the long period of time, they have a huge percentage of people in there. In fact, most of the people in their team are looking at how they can be selfless. It's not about them. It's not about being taking the accolades. It's not about who gets the most possessions, who kicks the most goals in the football context. It's about what contribution can you make to your team so that other teammates can shine through, other teammates can get the opportunity when it's their time to go. So a key success principle and certainly a key leadership principle is to look at how you can be selfless. It's not about getting the accolades. It's not about getting the limelight. It's about the contribution you can make, which is what we talked about here. It's not about you. It's about others. So be selfless. And if you, if I look at the Melbourne Football Club right now, in season 2021, right now at this point of the season, sitting on top of the premiership ladder, one game clear of the next team, it is obvious that the team has bought into this philosophy of it is selfless acts. It is playing my role, but also creating an, an experience and creating an environment where others 
can play their role as well. And collectively, the team is getting a fantastic result. Now, we haven't achieved anything yet. There's still a lot more to play out this season. But so far, they've actually demonstrated this selfless philosophy really, really well. And the challenge for them, of course, is to continue that. So from your perspective as a sales leader, how can you create an environment where selflessness is a key virtue and a key value of your team and a key philosophy? How can you create environments where your team are looking for opportunities to uh, help others get better? And that might mean being, uh, being sacrificial in some sort of circumstances. So whatever that looks like for you, think about that. How can you do this? Because success is not achieved alone. It does take teamwork and it certainly does take selflessness. And the final one I wanted to just touch on briefly was around responsibility. One of the cornerstones of Neil's approach to life and to football and certainly to uh, this, this condition that he's got is to take full responsibility for everything that happens. Now, I, I actually looked at a video last night and this was from 2019 and he was talking about his young grandson, Cooper, who I think was only about seven months old at that particular stage. And he was asked a question about what advice would you give Cooper uh, that Cooper wouldn't understand now, but in the future, so that you would wish for him a great life? And he talked for about five minutes about the responsibility of taking responsibility and the opportunity that presents itself with taking responsibility. And he said, look, life is not easy. In fact, life is not fair. There'll be some hard times, there'll be some really bad times, and there'll be some great times. But he said, within all of that, one thing we do have control over is the ability to take responsibility for 100% of whatever ever happens to us. And he said, when we do that, it enables us to then have full control of what we do next. And this, I think, is the biggest one for me and that um, this is one of the things that I talk a lot about with sales teams and certainly with all my clients around responsibility and that is stuff's going to happen. And often things are going to happen that are going to be completely beyond your control. And unfortunately, there are many sales leaders out there, there are many leaders and there are many people that look for an opportunity to blame somebody else or something else for their predicament. Oh, woe is me. Why is this happening to me? Great leaders uh, and great sales leaders take full responsibility for 100% of what happens to them, irrespective of whether they are in control of what happens to them or not. Why? Because when they adopt this uh, this approach, they are in 100% control of what they do next. So the biggest, one of the biggest lessons that we can take out of, out of this today is to take full responsibility for absolutely everything that happens. And that goes for the good stuff, but also for the not so good stuff. When you do that, you'll actually have a lot of personal power and you'll have choices you can make in terms of how you then best respond to the circumstances and the situations that you find yourself in. So there are four key uh, philosophies, four key leadership lessons, four key life lessons that came from Neil that uh, I've been reflecting on the last couple of days. And uh, I trust that is of value to you and I trust that is of value to your team. So as we wrap up this particular episode, as we begin the brand new week, take inspiration from Neil. If you haven't read his book, if you haven't looked him up, particularly if you're not an AFL fan or you're from the Northern Hemisphere and you probably have no idea who I'm talking about, do yourself a favor and look up Neil Danaher on Google and there's a lot of information, a lot of videos and you'll be well uh, well glad you did because he's a phenomenal man and a ph- phenomenal leader. So with that said, I trust you have a phenomenal Monday, the 14th of June, and I look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.